to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Get ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. Hey, welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, it's a whole lot going on in the world of sports. And the University of Miami won a game on a lucky, lucky eight lateral touchdown with six seconds left to go in the game. What an ending for the game. we got a whole lot of haters in the world today saying the University of Miami shouldn't have been there. They shouldn't have had that. They should take that touchdown away. Duke should get this victory. I can't have it. We're not having it. We're taking a win home with us. Hey, we got calls on the line already. Robbie, what's going on? What's going on, Daryl, man? Loving life, Robbie. Loving every second of this life I got. And I see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers pulled out a win yesterday after they had a 10-point lead late in the game again. Right, right, right. They did that. I was a little surprised they pulled it out, to be honest with you. Uh, I kind of was too, man, but I'm glad they did. Well, really, yeah, man, we really did that yesterday. That That was big for the organization yesterday, man. And a lot of people, including the coach, you know what I mean. So, yeah, yeah, you know, because um, it's it's not going to be long Rob, before um, you know, Lovey Smith. They're going to be calling for his head. Yeah, and, um, they already are, man. They really already. And are. they already are. The change is what we need right now, man. We need continuity right now, man. We need to keep it together. We got a handcuff, man. We need to keep it together. Our new coach ain't the answer, man. We're going to have to wait for his philosophy to kick in and all that stuff. That's going to be a, another couple of years of losing and having to accept it as well because it's a new system and all that right there. So I just don't think that's the move we need right now, man. We need continuity right now. I would agree with you. And um, I think Lovey Smith is definitely a leader of men, and um, he's shown that yeah. uh, everywhere he's been. You know, he didn't do a good job in Chicago but I really think he's a leader, and I think that he, he is the answer for Tampa Bay right now, especially with this young quarterback that they have. I, I think, think he's the right man for the job. Yeah, uh, people, uh, 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 one, one thumbs down that people have about Lovey Smith, man, you turn mean guys into teddy bears, you know what I mean? And uh, we need a little bit of meanness up front right now, I think, you know, including Gerald McCoy, man. I, I, I'd like to see him be a little more mean because he's talented. Well, I think that's, that's I mean, he, that he just needs. Yeah, just a little bit of just a mean streak, man. You know, put us uh, over the top. I, I think McCoy is is the best player on that team. If you uh, if you're gonna trade any person on that team to get anything, it'd be him. And uh, I just don't. That's true. 
But you know what, man? You know, I saw Jameis taking steps toward being the leader of this team yesterday. You know what I mean? I mean, I really think, I, I I, do. and I honestly think we need that too. You know, we need leadership from him as well, man. I would agree with you. I think Jameis Winston did show us some uh, some signs of leadership yesterday, yeah. but it's hard to ask a rookie to be a leader yeah. in the locker room yeah. when you got men and they're almost 40 years old. And here's That's a kid true. coming out of college. He's only about 22 years old. It's just That's really true. difficult to ask him to be the leader of this team, of any team in the, in the NFL true. being being a but young man being the in that position. Played, man. But being in the position that he plays, man, I think it, at, at some point it's going to have to come from him. You know, and I think he took a step toward being that. I mean, I don't think he, I'm not saying that's where he is yet, you know, but uh, he took a big step toward that yesterday. <clears throat> it was I, very I, fun I to watch, agree. man. You know, I, I, would, I would agree that um, that Jameis Winston is, is, is making strides to be the leader of this team, but I think still it's, it's a bit much to ask of him so early in yeah. his career. But at the same time, um, Jameis Winston is showing some maturity that people didn't really think he had. And I think he, he didn't showed think some, he was capable of. Didn't think he was capable of, exactly. But he's definitely showing a skill set that we all knew he had. And I mean, yeah. I'm talking about standing up tall in the pocket, taking some Man, serious I, blows, I feel so good and finding the second and third receiver. I feel so good when I see him drop back and he got a clean pocket. I just feel like something good is about to happen. You know, when before you just had your fingers crossed. But uh, now nah, I feel good about him dropping back, man, and having a, having that clean pocket, man. He he, uh, I think I can count the, the the bad throws he had, man. He had one in the fourth quarter that was a bad throw. It was almost an interception and hit the ground first. But uh, other than that, man, I didn't see many bad balls that he threw. You know, he played some good balls. You know, one of the things that uh, when I look at some of these young quarterbacks is what are they doing to, to disguise things. You know, are they really trying? Are they really looking guys off to create open receivers? That's what I saw from Jameis Winston yesterday. Yeah. This guy is actually you know using what, his eyes and his body to create open receivers, and that's the difference between um, somebody that we're going to see being very successful in this league and somebody like like Geno Smith, who really has not picked it up yet. You know, we Not look at Geno Smith, he's been in the league two years, and, and we look at Jameis Winston, who's only been in the league a few games, it's night and day. You know, this kid, uh, I mean, Jameis Winston is, is really, really looking like a, a seasoned veteran, and, and you look at Geno Smith, and he still makes bonehead, dumb plays yeah. Um, yeah. as a second-year yeah. quarterback. Yeah. I don't mean this in a bad way, but... Some people rub you the wrong way. And I can see where Geno Smith could rub someone the wrong way. In a sense, basically, he thinks he's better than he is. He thinks he's yeah. he, And he came into the league with that kind of chip on his shoulder. Yeah, he needs to be, needs to be a little I'm going to prove everybody wrong. Well, he hasn't proved much yet. And uh, no, no. I'm still waiting on him to prove something besides being not a smart quarterback. I hear you. Listen, man, I want to give some uh, some uh, – Kudos to our offense coordinator yesterday. Called a hell of a game. Called a hell of a game. Dirk Cutter. Well, you know, you're a diehard fan, man. I, yes, I love sir. It. Yes, sir. Dirk Cutter. And you know who I, else, I man? Our quarterback coach, man, because no one, no, I'm not going to say no one. It was some people. I mean, I'm just saying it was a lot of people that doubted him coming in and put him in charge of 
the number one pick. I mean, and it was some of it was understandable. He was like, who is this guy? Who is he? Did he know? I mean, oh my God, you so uh, they was uh, you're destined to fail. You're hiring guys that never had no NFL experience. I like to give some some shout out to that guy as well, man. The quarterback coach Jake uh, Bajakin, Mike Bajakin. Yeah, I'm well, with that one. On this East Coast of Florida, we're pulling for Lovey Smith, and we're also um, and we're also pulling for Jameis Winston. You know, Jameis Winston has a he has a he has a road to tone, to be honest with you. And he's and he's come a long, long way. And uh, yeah. for him to be the player that we want him to be, and I know he wants himself to be, he has a long way to go. I mean, when yeah, you look at the people that are in front of him, I mean, and then, you know. He, 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 he has got a, a long way to go. A long way to go. Listen, man. He really does. The first couple of games, man, he opened the playbook wide open for him. And you saw what he did with it. You saw what he did with it. He made some mistakes, you know what I mean? And I think it was a bit much for him. He scaled it back, and that's what you've been seeing the last three or four weeks, man. James going to well, be all right. Robert, we got other calls. Before right. I let you go. I'm going to tell you this. Jameis Winston, the key for him is not going to be on the field. It's going to be how well he handles success off the field. Because you and I both know all it takes for him, it only takes about 10 seconds for him to lose everything he's gained from the time he left. It takes a long time to build this. This fame and fortune that he's getting does not go to his head and does not uh, be a right. distraction for him. Hey, Robert, thanks for calling, man. It's Sports Info, your radio show. And don't be a stranger. We're here every week, Monday. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, we appreciate you. Hey, uh, we got um, David on the line. Uh, Matt, what's going on, Dave? How are you, sir? How's everything going? Oh, everything is beautiful. Life is lovely. Uh, I'm enjoying every second of this life I have in Florida. Life is good. I know, man. God is good, man. I'm I'm enjoying your show tonight. I'm really enjoying your show. Uh, just listening in, you know. I was I was just you know just kind of sitting here as I'm listening to you guys, just going across the, the across the website, looking at some things. You know, I'm a Baltimore native, and I haven't really been able to keep keep up with my Ravens this season uh, because I didn't I didn't spring for direct ticket. But they're doing so bad, man. And I I saw that Steve Smith went down on Sunday, and I wondered, do you think he's going to be back, or you think he's going to have to sleep five? You know, um, I think uh, most football fanatics and NFL fans are hoping that uh, we didn't see the last of Steve Smith uh, leaving the field um, with a towel across his face, uh, and we saw the pain and the agony that he was going through. So I, I know true fans like myself are really hoping that he comes back one more year, if nothing else, just to lace him up and run out on the field and then retire because we don't want to see the image of him um, going out like he did yesterday. Especially, he just became um, one of the top ten receivers in the history of the NFL uh, yesterday. Absolutely, on the same on the, but on the same day that the injury happened, he, he just broke that record. Yes, yes, yeah, that was that was so. That was that was that was not a good thing to see. It wasn't, man. It wasn't. It, it broke my heart. I've been, you know, I've been watching the, the replays and reading it on the internet. And you know, even I was looking at BaltimoreRavens.com. They were saying that he hadn't made a decision about whether to return yet. But I can understand that because they said he has to do the rehab at the office feet for like six weeks or so before he can even um, yeah. start to make that decision. But I, I definitely hope he's going to come back. I definitely hope. Hey, David, he's gonna come back. Um, 
David, from one football fan to another, I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you 100% that Steve Smith will be back next year with the Baltimore Ravens. And the reason being is because um, they can't cut him while he's injured. So he, he still has to get paid, and they're not going to cut him while he's injured. And this is an injury that takes, you know, sometimes up to a year to recover from. So it's going to be at least six to eight months for rehab. And, um, and then I think he's going to be around this team next year uh, because they're not going to cut him for one thing. And they want him to go out on his own. They want him to retire with dignity. And it's going to make the, it's, it's going to make the franchise look really, really bad if they cut Steve Smith. And he's not going to just turn down that money. No, no, that's that's good money, and that's 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 good money to go out into and go out and go out into the sunset on. And they, they, he still has a year left on his contract, so hopefully they'll do the right thing. But I, I like you. I, right. I hope he'll come back. I hope he'll come back. You know, and and just go, yeah. just go out, just go out like I'm sure he had in his mind to go out. Because the Ravens weren't going to let him leave with a winning season this year. What's wrong with my Baltimore Ravens this season, man? Everything's falling apart. What's wrong with them? Well. What happened is they gave Joe Flacco one of the biggest contracts in the history of the NFL, and they couldn't afford to pay anybody else. You know, and that, that's happened with a few teams in the past where they go out and they, they feel like they have to keep the franchise quarterback to keep the fan base happy, and it ends up you lose other key players or key pieces to the puzzle. You know, I've, I've said this many times that a football team is like a puzzle, and some puzzle pieces are a little bit more valuable than others, but sometimes we don't see the value of an offensive guard or a a strong safety or a free safety, and we just think that we can replace those guys. And sometimes even our second receiver, we think that we can replace those guys, and and they just can't. Those guys are are not replaceable. Uh, So I think that's that's what's happened with the Ravens. Yeah, people are always going back and forth about whether Joe Flacco is good or whether Joe Flacco is bad, whether he's elite or not. I just haven't seen that type of performance from him. He's just, he's just so inconsistent. He frustrates me more than anything. makes me want to throw something at my TV because you can count on him for He throws some of the prettiest interceptions I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he's just not. He, he's just not. A, well, David, I, I don't know. You know I, I still don't know why they bet the farm on him. I still don't know why they did it. David. Trust me, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars would be a little bit envious of you because you have a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco. And that's the reason he got paid, because he won the Super Bowl. He bought, he bought the Baltimore um, uh, City a championship, a Super Bowl. Y'all had a parade, and you had a ticker tape parade. Do you know <laughs> how bad Jacksonville wished they could have that parade? Come on. <laughs> so I'm saying, you know, you got to, sometimes you just can't, you, you you can't look a gift horse in the mouth. So Joe Flacco, I, I really think he's a good quarterback. I wouldn't say he is. He's in. He's not in the Tom Brady and Peyton Manning category. But Joe Flacco is a good quarterback. Hey David, God bless you, brother. And don't be a stranger on the Sports Info Radio Show. We're here every week, Monday, eight to nine o'clock on the Voice America Radio. Give us a call. Thanks, Dave. Hey guys, we'll be right back after these messages. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Surfing is taking the world by storm. It's not just the sport itself, but the culture that surrounds it. 
From music to fashion, art and competition, Surf Talk Show is the place that will showcase it all. Your hosts are JJ and the Doctor, two surfing enthusiasts who have lived and traveled the lifestyle and culture. They'll bring you the knowledge and the entertainment that will keep you riding the wave. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on the West Coast, 2 p.m. on the East Coast on Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Hey guys, it's a whole lot going on, and right now we have Jessica on the line, and Jessica's a big New England Patriots fan, and Jessica, what's going on? Hey, Uncle Daryl. How's everything? Good, how are you? I'm doing very good. You know, um, Jess, you've actually turned me into a semi-New England Patriots fan, because your family and (laughs) and the Patriots are, are always winning. My God, are they ever losing? They're always winning, and they won a Super Bowl last year. And now Tom Brady seems to be mad at the entire league. Is he really that mad? Are you guys going to go undefeated again this year? I hope so, but I hope for the whole year this time. Um, I don't know if he's mad or if he's just trying to prove a point that um, he's not close to retiring yet. He's still working on uh, moving in the pocket and improving himself, and he's nowhere near done. Jessica, I would agree with you totally. I mean, the guy's moving around in the pocket now like he did eight years ago, and uh, he doesn't look like a a 38-year-old quarterback. No. No, and I and I think he's he's a little upset with the uh, with the Deflate Gate where they tried to pin all of that on him. And um, I think he's out to prove to the NFL that it wasn't, a, it wasn't the inflation of the football. It was Tom Brady's right arm. Right. 
I agree because after the second half of that game when the pressures were supposedly correct, he played even better. So I don't think um, he may like the ball a little softer, but I don't think he plays any differently. I don't think so either. And, uh, and I think he's proven to us that um, he's not a cheater. He's a winner. And, um, and Tom Brady, you know, come on. What, what man in America that's a football fan or even just a man has to be a little bit envious of that Tom Brady? You know, the guy looks good. His, his <laughs> wife is a supermodel, you know, and, and, you know, and he got a baby mama on the side, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but Jess, before I let you go, give me your true opinion of what I think really is possibly the greatest NFL coach I've ever seen in Bill Belichick. What are your uh, feelings on Bill Belichick? Because he never really caught it in the raft of the deflate gate. He did, he he deflected the plate gate away from him and almost left Tom Brady out there just kind of like, hey, you take this one. And uh, I'll have a team. Um, I, think it's classic, I think it's classic Belichick. He doesn't want to give answers, period. So he deflects most of his questions. He has similar answers. I don't know if he really left Tom Brady out to dry. I think he's a great um, coach. He's very resourceful. Um but he just doesn't like to talk about that stuff. He doesn't like, it's not in his agenda. He's all about the game, game day, preparation. But I agree. He's I agree. definitely one of the best coaches I've ever seen. Uh, uh, in, your, in your short lifespan, Jeff, he definitely <laughs> is the best coach you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> I was fortunate enough to see some of those other great coaches like Tom Landry and um, Bill Parcell and some other good, great coaches. But, Truly, in this era of football, Bill Parcell has been a step above all the all the rest of the NFL coaches, as far as I'm concerned. And he's had the longest longevity at one at one um, team, longer than any other coach in the league. So, um, hey, he's the man, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And Jess, uh, what do you think about that game tonight? Before I let you go, do you think the Carolina Panthers have a chance to continue to be undefeated after this week, enjoying your New England Patriots? My husband sure hopes so, um, but we'll see. I know he does, and, I, and, and I'm asking you. You know, I know it's, I know it's always a little bit of um, uh, uh, friendly sportsmanship among you and your husband, him being a Carolina Panthers fan and you being a a, a diehard uh, New Englander and a um, New England Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, I'm kind think, of rooting for them, too. Do you think the can come up tonight? I kind of hope so. And um, if anything, just so that one of my husband's teams can win, because they haven't been winning. But um, I think they do have a great team this year. Um, Cam Newton seems unstoppable. He's such a big guy and very strong, and he moves well. I think he has what it takes to be a great quarterback and lead his team. So. Well, um, just before I let you go, and I, I, I would agree with you. I think Cam Newton is a is a uh, a big, strong quarterback. But he and all he needs is a supermodel wife and four Super Bowls, and he'll be in the same category as Tom Brady. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> 
Hey, good luck with that, Cam. Hey, Jessica, thanks for calling Sports Info UM Radio Show, and don't be a stranger. Give us a call anytime, every Monday night from 8 to 9 o'clock. We'll be here. All right. Hey, thanks, Jess. Hey, Matt, do we have uh, Johnny on the line? Johnny, what's going on? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Oh, man, just loving life, you know. Thank God for this beautiful life I have, and every second of it is just getting better and better. I hear that. Mine, too. I, I can't complain about anything. I know that's right. Yeah. Right now. You know, and I'm so happy that the University of Miami finally caught a break. You know, that game reminded me a little bit of, the, uh, of that Ohio State Miami game in 2000, and it just it just it just kept looking so eerie. The kid got two two um, passing appearance calls on that last drive that Duke was making, and one of the penalties came in so late, and it came from a referee that was 40 yards downfield. I just didn't understand. It. And all of a sudden, hey, they kick it off to us. We out we loud on the ball eight times and come up with a win. Greatest play in UM history this year. One of them. Yeah. And, of course, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I mean, you know, the only thing the refs didn't have was gift wrapping paper on the bow, I guess, for what they were trying to do, it seemed like, to, to it, give it that game like to Duke. But I'm, I'm so glad that, that the Canes prevailed, and I feel exactly the same way as you. Uh, you know, the refs in my opinion, not only in the Ohio State game, but also, uh, if I remember correctly, when, when, when we lost coverage, uh, that Penn, I think it was Penn State, that that year when the TV blanked out right at the end of the game. Um, oh, no. That was, was that the Ohio State game? No, Ohio State was the one where they call a, a pass interference. Oh, the late, the late uh, penalty. Yeah, in, yeah. in the end zone, the guy, guy ran from one side of the field and called a penalty in front of the guy that was standing right there. And then, then that uh, Ohio State, I think it was Penn State or somebody. I think it was Penn State. I'm almost sure. Uh, in in the, in the championship game, I, I I'll say the refs have cost Miami at least two other two other championships, if you ask me. So. I see. Well, they got one call right all night, but it was the one that was needed. You know, even though some said that, that that one guy was was down, but the way I look at it, hey, if the ball is moving and a guy's knee hits the ground, it's still considered a fumble, even though it may not be all the way out. If you understand what I'm saying. So, as far as I'm concerned, if 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 the ball was moving when his knee hit the ground. And it still was a, a, a legal lateral. And kudos to the Kings for coming out on top because they really needed it. Only thing, you know, they should have, you know, they let Al Golden stay down there about five years too long, but it is what it is. It is what it is. And, uh, and Larry Scott, uh, he jump-started the program on Saturday. And, uh, and we have to tip our hat to him. And, hey, man, say, hey, good job, Coach. You know, um, I, I saw a lot of things that I didn't like, but he is still an interim coach. And uh, let's just hope he can kind of just, just write the shit for this season. We know he's not going to be our coach next year, but if he can just hold on and keep on holding on, I think we're going to be all right uh, for this year. You know, I mean, if we get three more victories out of him this year, we're, we're very satisfied, very happy. Absolutely. 
absolutely. And and I think I think the kids will rise to the occasion and do it if if the refs just you know keep it level with us. I mean, you know, when you got what 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 was the final call on the penalties call against the Canes? I know it was at least twenty five uh, flags thrown. I mean. Yeah, we had we had twenty three penalties in that game. Huh? Yeah, we did. Twenty three. And, and the Hurricanes have four more games, and um, in Virginia, that's always a tough game. Um, right. North Carolina, they're right. they're ranked now in the top twenty. Right. Uh, Georgia Tech, they just beat Florida State a couple weeks ago, and right. uh, and we play Pitt at Pitt. So played um, North Carolina at North Carolina, and we played Pitt at Pitt. So we still have uh, a pretty tough schedule. You know, this is no slouch. Absolutely, absolutely. But but I, I, I still believe, you know, they just go out there and, and give it everything they had like they did this past Saturday. I think they'll they'll be okay. Coach Scott and um, the team will be okay. At least you know, I'm, I'm, um, I'm hoping so. With 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 um with our coach gone. And it's a lot of question marks on who we're going to hire. You know, Al Golden, is, is, like I, I would agree with you, that he was there uh, at least two years too long. Right. Um, who do you think, who would you like to see the Hurricanes uh, replace Al Golden with? Um, that's a good question. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want to. come out wanna... all the time. Huh? What was that? Butch Davis' name seems to come out all the time. Right, Chiano, the former Tampa Bay coach, who was a who was a um, defensive um, coordinator under Butch Davis, his name comes up quite a bit. Rob Chazinski, who was the um, uh, he played at the University of Miami and was the Cleveland Browns coach last year, only for one season before they fired him, and a lot of people still questioning that decision. Right, but. There's some names out there, and, and a lot of people are saying that, hey, uh, we really need to get someone that has ties to the university. Um, I'm not so I'm not so sure about that, but I would like to to I'd like to see Bush Davis, and he has some ties. I played with Rob Chazinski, and I, right. he has ties to the University of Miami. I'd like to see either one of them come back. So I say I don't. It doesn't matter, but uh, I'm a little partial to guys that have come through the program in one way or another. Right, a- absolutely, absolutely, and I, I understand that too. I even heard him on on the uh, on ESPN say, even even mention Ed Reed uh, would like to be considered. I don't know, you know, what his consistency is, or uh, 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 what what you know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, is Ed coaching anywhere at the present? Uh well, he just he was in a league last year, so if he is coaching, he doesn't have much experience. And, uh, you know, someone told me once um, that coaching these major programs is is like running a is, is running a Fortune 500 uh, company, and that's the same way with these NFL franchises. It's like you're you're over a company that's worth almost a billion dollars. Each one of these NFL teams are literally worth a billion dollars, right? And so, Absolutely. and these college teams are worth what eighty million, a hundred million dollars in some cases. So you really have to have someone that has a has a a, a background of um right. of, of at least some experience in the, in this game, and I just don't think that um right. he, he, he has, has that kind of experience. 
Not yet, anyway. Right. I was I was talking to my brother last night. He even said that people up there were talking about the possibility of of Mark Rich from Georgia. So I don't know. I know he he has ties to the U. But Mark Rich does have ties to the University of Miami. Him and Jim Kelly are classmates. Right, right. Yeah. He, was a, he was a quarterback. I don't know if he got much play, but I saw actually saw a picture of them. Um, yeah, Mark. Had to be this Mark past Rick weekend. Was or back up. Yeah, right. From Boca Raton, Florida. Mm-hmm. I heard that. So, so he, you know, I mean, I, I think he's a, a good coach. I know there have been some injuries at Georgia and some expectations. So we don't know. I just hope whoever we get down there that. That that there'll be somebody that can relate to the young men and 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 bring the best out of them and and get us back up, you know, keep us in the uh, top ten recruiting class each year and and things are gonna be all right. I think things are gonna be fine at the University of Miami. Yeah. Uh, we put too many players in the NFL every year for us to not um, be fine. I really think things are gonna be fine at the University of Miami. Absolutely. Um, you know, when you look at the number of first-round picks we've had in the last two years, actually we had two first-round picks that I can think of right now. And, um, you know, so I just think that the University of Miami is, is making strides, and we have the players there. We just got to get somebody to uh, to right the ship, and, right. Uh, somebody with some strong leadership. I mean, it's a little bit of age on them, too. I mean, we can't get a young guy into this shit this time. I mean, I'm not, and I'm not saying um, – um, Al Golden was a young guy, but I'm saying we need somebody in there at least maybe 50 or 60 years old. These guys going to look at and say, hey, this is like daddy, this is like uncle, this is like grandpa. This is somebody that you got to, not necessarily you have to respect, but somebody that you're going to respect when you walk in the locker room. And I think someone with that ties to the University of Miami, I think they'll make a difference. And and I'm just hoping that... um, it's somebody that's going to come in there and get the job done. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Somebody that's yeah. going to be hey, respectful, but guys, also demand calling. Don't be a stranger to calls. Call Sports Info, your radio show, anytime. Every Monday night, we're here from 8 to 9 o'clock. Every Monday night, from 8 to 9. I, I, I'll help them try to remember that. Give us a call. I now, sure will. Please do. Okay. Hey, thanks for calling. We'll talk to you next week. We'll be right here on the Sports Info UM Show. Hey, guys, we'll be right back after these messages on the Sports Info UM Radio Show. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. 
sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go, on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. tuned in to Sports Info U.M. with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info U.M. Hey, guys, we don't have Sam with us tonight, but we got Brett Masters, former U.M. player, What's happening, Brett? What's going on? What's going on, Daryl? I was number 37. <laughs> hey, love and life every second of it. I love it, man. Uh, thank you. Listen, Daryl, thank you for having me on your show. It is, it is an honor to be talking to you in a public forum. Um, and I always admire people like yourself who run businesses, who, uh, who take care of families, not just your own, and then you take the time on a Monday night to put it out there like this and give us a voice. It's guys like you, Daryl, who's going to bring us back, man, and I mean that, and I'm not just a biased cane talking, because I know we talk to each other different than we talk to somebody else, but I mean that, and the whole world needs to know the effort that you do on a daily basis, and the U.M. appreciates what you're doing out there, Daryl, and it's a little tiny pocket shows like this out there that's going to make a difference. Don't forget that, Daryl Oliver. Hey, I won't, Brett, and I really appreciate it, brother. It means a lot coming from you. It means a lot. You know, I, I want to share a couple things here, and, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm really glad I got a chance to call in and, and, and share this with you. But what happened the other night is, gonna, it is going to resonate for months and maybe even into the next year, years to come. A lot of people, Miami's been trying to get back into their glory years. And it's been a struggle. That game went a long way getting back to spikes and poor officiating and their attitude. Determination was showing through. I never saw the Miami team play like that at that level all year long. And, and spots. And what they were trying to do, what the, what, the, what the NCAA and ACC is trying to do to this program, it's, I'm telling you out there, if you all are listening, it's going to be, it's going to have a reverse effect. We aren't going anywhere. The Hurricanes are here to stay no matter what you do, no matter how small our stadium is, no matter how much money we don't have, 
or our facilities or our weight room. It doesn't matter. We've been there before, and we did it with a hell of a lot less, and Bill Oliver knows it. You're right. And, and it shows like this is going to make a difference. And a, and, a, and a really super souped-up locker room to win championships. Yeah, you don't need all that. Let me tell you what. Miami players are educated. They get their degrees. They take yeah. care of their families. We've made mistakes. We all know that. We're not trying to. We're not trying to deny the things that we've done wrong, and we've corrected those things over the years. But there's something else I want to share with on your show, uh, Daryl. And, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm and I, and I hope. Do I have a minute? Am I am I, am I taking up too no, much time? No, no. Yeah, okay. we That came from one of my best friends, <clears throat> and I can't take. I can't take total uh, credit for this, but I want to share something with you on your show, and, and only, and, and, and I hope everybody understands this. But we've got nothing against Al Golden, nor any of his staff, or the last five years. We never had anything against him. We appreciate what he's done as a person, but AG didn't get it. He didn't understand what it meant to be a cane. The history of what was built, the sacrifices that were made, and the reality of knowing that mediocrity is not acceptable in our town. In our personal opinion, we have a greater calling than a typical NCAA school. And to be honest, Dale, we shouldn't even be in the NCAA. We're different. Our style of play, our expectations, our fraternities like no other. Black, white, winning, losing, we fight together because we got a common bond. It's a cane thing. We win against all odds, man, and we fight to be number one. Not number two or number three or Alabama or Ohio State. We are SEC champs, not even ACC champs. Who cares about that? We are the U. We're a small private school in a rich part of Coral Gables. We defied all the odds, and we became the most dominant program in NCAA history from 1983 to 2002. We rewrote the rules. They created a Hall of Fame athletes like no other, and we won the heart and soul of that city. We're a family of players and coaches and students. We tore down the walls of racism, poverty, and mediocrity, and we brought a city together under one standard, and that's winning. We have high standards, our bonds are deep, and our sacrifices are long. And we expect and demand to be number one. Anything less is not the you. And that is, and, and that is few, few people get that. And we don't fault for, for Al Golden for not getting it. But he didn't get it. And we need to bring Al Golden and, and shut the damn door, turn the phones off, and let's get to work. Al Golden showed us how much he didn't get it. When, that's when, right. Um, and that's all I'm saying about it. That's all we're going to say. The, the, uh, you know, we're not going to knock down and, and tear down, but, but you know what? And we don't expect people to get it. We come from, I come from Indiana, man. And you either get it and you make it and you stay and you, and you survive it and understand it and, and come around, or you don't. Right. And we don't hate you for not getting it, but you know what? We've got to go on. And we got to go on. Sometimes yeah, you got to move on, man. Yeah, and that's we got to take some big strides, you know. And we that's can, it. you know. We have the materials to do it. We have everything, everything to build this thing back to where it was. We have the athletes. We got a good coaching staff. I really think we have some good coaches. We do got some good coaches, and I, and I, 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 I think we got you. I hope they bring back to Butch Davis. I just feel, Daryl, that there's a faction out there of some people, unfortunately, in this country and in the times that we live in right now 
that they do not want people like the University of Miami back on that radar screen and succeeding because it goes against what they're trying to do, the big picture. I'm not going to try and get political right here on your show, but there's a lot of people out there that don't want to see us back and be successful. And you know what? They can't stop it. It's not a question of if, it's just going to be when. They can't do it. They've tried. And here we are. We're, listen, look at who we are, Dale. We've got, we're, we're a terrible football team right now. We're playing to, we're, we're insignificant. We're not ranked. We're not going to any bowl games. We're not going to be in any playoffs. But yet, they're still talking about us. And we're still yes. everybody's Super Bowl game. We're yes. still, people we're still well. circle the date when they have Miami on the schedule. Because they know in the back of their minds that every, every swinging dude out there, Dale, wants to be like us. But they, can't, they don't have the courage to stand up. They want to be like us at work. They want to be like us in their lives. Not our mistakes, but just the way we are. Every dude out there would love to be able to, to identify with us, but when they get out in public, when they get out in things, they're, they're, they're embarrassed. And we've, we had mistakes, and we're not going to we'll do the best we can to repeat those mistakes. But we're here to stay, man. Hey, you wouldn't want to be associated with a program that's had five national championships since 1983. Come on, man. You know, and, and the number, and, I, and I've, I've said this enough times on the show and in public, that the biggest recruiter the University of Miami has is Sunday afternoon. Sunday you know I mean? afternoon. Still, no matter what we can say about Golden, those guys still went to the NFL. He still had first-round picks. Every year he was there, and what he did with those first-round picks was not enough. Hey, Brett, don't be a stranger. Give us a call every Monday night on the Sports Thank Info. You, Thank you, Thank you, Let me come in, brother. We'll be here every Monday from 8 to 9. Don't be a stranger. Give us a call. I will not. Thank you, Daryl. Hey, thank you, Brett. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Hey, guys, before we get out of here, we're running out of time. We've been talking about the University of Miami and college football so much. We got to we gotta at least talk about these four undefeated teams that are left in the NFL. The New England Patriots just put a shellacking on the Miami Dolphins. And, and I guess they showed Coach Campbell that, hey, you may have won a couple games, you know, as an interim coach, but we are – the New England Patriots, and hey, uh, Tom Brady and the New England Patriots and Gronkowski uh, and the New England defense just just dominated um, the Miami Dolphins, and and I guess we can't expect too much from the Dolphins, to be honest with you. Um, they still the Miami Dolphins, and they're still they still with an interim coach. I think that goes a long way in professional football. And um, as I, I guess the, the Cam Newton. And the Carolina Panthers continue to be undefeated. And right now they're whooping up on the Indianapolis Colts 10 nothing. Look like Cam is going to take it to the house again tonight. Um, I, I, I'm really pulling for Cam Newton. I think this guy is an incredible athlete. I think he has a, 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 a tremendous skill set. He's an accurate passer. Uh, I, think, I think the world of this guy, I think he's, he, he, he could be the next Tom Brady. I mean, come on. You know, all he has to do is get a supermodel and um, and win four Super Bowls. He'll be like Tom Brady. I said that earlier in the show. But, hey, guys, the other two undefeated teams coming in the, coming in the yesterday was the Denver Broncos and the Green Bay Packers. And I tell you, man, the Denver Broncos defense really made Aaron Rodgers look like he was just a pedestrian yesterday, not that dude. He looked like just a regular dude. 
and then didn't really didn't really impress at all yesterday. Even though they're playing at mile high, and you know, and when you play at mile high, you really you, you got to bring your A game because just looking at that game on television, the sound is it, it looks like it sounds tremendous, and the crowd it looks like it's just right on you at that mile high stadium. And Peyton Manning threw for over three hundred yards, only threw one interception, no TDs. Hey, but they won twenty nine ten. So you know you tip your hat to um, to Peyton Manning. He's still undefeated. Tom Brady. He's still undefeated. But and and Cam Newton is still undefeated. It looked like he might be undefeated uh, at the end of the night. But the team that we really would have probably definitely not thought would have been undefeated besides the Carolina Panthers would have been the Cincinnati Bengals. And Marvin Lewis, man, this dude has been been basically holding on to his job by a fingernail for the last three years. Even when he goes to the playoffs, there are talks of, of um, him losing his job. But Marvin Lewis and the Cincinnati Bengals are undefeated. And, hey, wow. This, this, and, you know, no matter how well this guy Marvin Lewis does, I really don't think he'll be in contention for Coach of the Year just because they're going to say, hey, he's, He's been to the playoffs the last few years. He's lost every year, first round of the playoffs. What is he going to do this year if he goes to the playoffs? I don't think he's going to get a, a, a mention of the coach of the year just because of that. I don't think it's fair. But Marvin Lewis and the Cincinnati Bengals are undefeated. Andy Dalton has still, still winning. I mean, this guy is a winner. He, 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 he doesn't put up great numbers, never, ever. But... He always seems to come up with a win. Guys, thank you for listening to Sports Info UM Radio Show. And it's been a pleasure this week. Hey, but before we go, before we go, there's one note I want to leave you with, and that is that this week the University of Miami plays Virginia, and they have a chance to win six games. You know, Brett was actually mentioning that the University of Miami may not go to a bowl game. However, I think they might go to a bowl game. What they do in the bowl game, it might, uh, you just never know. And one more thing before we go, hey, um, Vernon Davis has been traded to the Denver Broncos. Peyton Manning has added another weapon to his arsenal. Hey, Mark Rick. If they cut you in Georgia, if they fire you in Georgia, come on back home to Boca Raton, man. Come on back down south to Miami. We could use you down there. We like the way you run the offense. We want a strong I-formation, solid, professional, pro-style offense down in Miami. Hey, guys, you listen to Sports Info UM Radio, and it's been a pleasure. We'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. 
visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 